0: two three into the four what is up my friends today is friday february 3rd and this is season two episode 26 and episode 36 in total of nothing but a foot thing the show brought to you by three friends in the fuck community just like yourselves i am your host kevin however i'm not alone today joining me are my two co-hosts john what's good everybody and martin hey guys what's up We are now at that stage where Team of the Year is well and truly in the rearview mirror, though, for some of us. Mentally, it might not be. Some of us are recovering. And if you're like me, you are saying, fuck EA Sports, constantly in your head. So we're going to talk about Team of the Year as well as FUT Future Stars, which arrived today. Along with FUT Future Stars, we did get an SBC for the former Porto man and current league leaders in the Prem Arsenal. Fabio Vieira arrived today. We did also get one of the coolest, coolest objective cards, the Future Stars Academy. So these are grindable cards that you can work towards. We're going to talk about that as well as get into some questions because we have a ton of those that have been piling up. So I promise we're going to get to all of those. But first, we're going to talk about Team of the Year since it's fresh on our minds. It is, uh... well, for me, it was a... It was a very, very long, hard grind. I did a ton of a ton of packs, a ton, a ton of packs, a ton of League SBCs. And if I see another Unai Simon, I think I'm going to have PTSD, man. Seriously, it is just so fucking traumatic. Like, I did so many packs. And honestly, if you guys, uh, if I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I got, you'd probably say I'm one of the lucky ones. And still, I feel totally defeated. So I'm going to ask you guys first what you guys got. And then we can kind of just talk about um, what our expectations were going into Team of the Year. How all of that actually ended up playing out and maybe how your expectations sort of readjusted as we saw the reality of how difficult it was to actually pack these blues. So Martin, I'm going to start with you, man. How was the grind? What did you get? I mean, how did you get anything?
1: I got a big pile of nothing. Um, No, just kidding. I got an honorable mentions, my none. That's the only team of the year related card that I packed. And yeah, I saved. I had maybe, like, 70 packs saved up and must have probably done, like, at least 100 upgrade packs between the league-specific premium upgrades and the player 78-plus thing, you know? So, yeah, it was pretty disappointing. I think um, before Team of the Year started, I think I had, um, well... I I thought I had a a good chance of of packing one. I did pack a team of the year in the two previous years, so without saving hardly any packs. So I thought this year I could maybe pack one at least, or maybe two, I don't know. But as it turned out, um, the pack weight was a little bit different from what it was last year, I think. Um, we saw a lot of people pack Team of the Year cards, but um, I think a lot of the people that saved up packs and that grinded the upgrades and the upgrade packs, etc., they didn't get anything like me and like Jandy, our midweek co-host. So yeah, I'm disappointed. And, um, yeah, I feel like it's been a month since team of the year started just, you know, being at work and doing stuff on the web app, companion app, getting home, doing some more stuff. It was pretty draining, I think. And it wasn't that fun for me. I don't think I'm going to get into it that hard next year. Um, just because I think it wasn't worth it and yeah, I'm disappointed. And today I woke up with a massive hangover because, not because I went out drinking, that would have been nice, but because I bought the 500k pack yesterday (laughs) in a final attempt to maybe get a blue. And yeah, of course I didn't. I got a hero, Jan Kohler. (laughs) <laughs> so pretty much one of the shittiest ones you can get. And I was left with, I don't know, 20 more gold rare dupes to deal with this morning. So yeah, I'm kind of glad it's over. And now I I get to move on and just plan with what I have right now, which is nice because I, I got to do some, some good SBCs. If you want to look at it from the positive side. Angle, (laughs) I did the the flashback Pogba SBC, I did uh, player of the month Mbappe, and I did Xavi Alonso uh, for who, well, I did have to spend some coins for Mbappe, I think it was under 200k, but the other two I did only with the fodder that I had and the the fodder that I packed. So yeah, the team is looking better than it did uh, before team of the year, but it's not, I'm, I'm still, I'm still kind of disappointed. So yeah. How about you, John?
2: Yeah. I, it's just really, I mean, I did pack a team of the year. I packed Virgil van Dyke um, barely at the buzzer. Um, I packed seven honorable mention cards, uh, two Bremers, two Fakirs, Kula Bali, no big Mike. um and, 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 oh, it doesn't really matter what else I pack because it doesn't, they weren't, they weren't good and they're not going to get my team. But um, yeah, it's just, it was just horrible. You know, I, I saved up a little over about five and a half million worth of really good packs, like 100K packs, 85 by 10s, 83 by 25, stuff like that, that, that were really good. And um, I came out of my big pack opening with nothing to show but two brimmers and... Uh, Kulabali, and a tradable Fakir. So it, w- it, w- it wasn't worth it. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, will I do it again? Yes, because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, and yeah, I, I spent FIFA points. I feel real, like Martine said, I feel really disgusted at myself and, and I'm vowing never to do that again, um, unless it's for a token. But yeah, just feel really horrible, especially I feel really horrible for the people that came away with nothing. Um and then as for myself, uh my team really didn't change much, but a lot of other people's did. So again, you know, that's kind of a personal problem of mine and kind of me being a crybaby, but um you know, everybody has these cards now that I've had for a while and I've grinded really hard for and stuff and now everybody's team is on my level basically. Um and maybe even better, I know some people's uh pack luck was pretty insane. Um, unlike ours and now uh their teams look even better than all of ours um and they didn't really save packs for anything like that so um all in all just really disappointing and then like i said i packed virgil at the buzzer i opened all my rivals rewards i recycled everything from those no man left behind into league spcs uh 78 by threes uh all of that good stuff league specific upgrade packs nothing from that um I'm doing my Centurion's Challenge for trying to get 100 wins or whatever that is, uh, the milestone. And during that, I unlocked, um, I think it was like an 80-plus player from the Level 3 Season Rewards. I got a dupe Tammy Abraham. And so I threw him into a 78-by-3. I open it up, and it's Virgil van Dyke. So um, just got extremely lucky, you know, the hard grind – didn't pay off at all, which is very disappointing. And, and I just don't get it. Like I don't get the change in pack weight either from the team of the years from last year to this year. And I, I know Kevin's mentioned it and probably will here soon. Like they are pushing us more t- towards the untradeable route. And with that being said, it, the, the pack weight on the team of the year cards just does not um, dictate uh, that sort of movement because the grinders should be rewarded if things are going more towards untradables. And they just certainly weren't. Um, and I don't know. Lots of content creators, you know, spent thousands and thousands of dollars. I think Jandy shared a tweet from one of the bigger content creators, Danny Aarons today who spent uh, $8,200 or 8,200 uh, pounds um, on FIFA points and came away with a team of the year, uh, Teo Hernandez and a Team of the Year Courtois. So, it, it's just kind of disgusting how that works. And I was just thinking, even before that, like, when if you spent a million dollars in FIFA points? Um, would you would you pack the full Team of the Year? Like, certainly you would think if you put a million dollars into this game, you would pack the whole Team of the Year. But I don't know if you would. Um, I don't. I don't know if you would. And yes, of course, these cards should be rare. They are. The pinnacle of cards at the time and will be for some time to come for, you know, probably three or four months here. But, um, you know, I, I just think you should reward people for playing your game um, and even spending money on your game because neither were rewarded this year. So um, I know, Kevin, you s- saved up like 15 million um uh coins worth of packs and all that good stuff for team of the year what did your haul look like i'm sure not much better than ours
0: (laughs) yeah so not much better and i think john like what you mentioned it's just about getting lucky right man like i don't even think like and like what what you mentioned with this push towards untradables the the grinders should be rewarded if this is the case you want us to go full untradable and everything if you're willing to grind the menus and do everything on the menus and it has been this way so far. So I don't think this is an unfair expectation that you should be able to get the best cards if you really, really, really grind at it um, on the menus. And it's it has been this way. This is, like I said, it's not an unfair ex- expectation. It was like this way the entirety of last year. They pushed us towards untradables. And last year, if you grinded the menus, you grinded the game really hard, and you were full untradable, you eventually got, quote-unquote, lucky. You eventually got something big. And it was just through you know sheer determination, brute forcing it, you eventually got something, and that's how it's been this year as well, so this change when Team of the Year started seemed very, um, it was very dramatic, the shift that happened, all of a sudden it just became fucking impossible to get anything, and it didn't matter how much you saved, it was just down to pure luck, so you may as well have not saved, because you were pretty much just as likely to get something, since the chances is 0. 0001 anyways, um, so my, the way my haul came out, I got one Team of Era, and nine honorable mentions. I got KDB, which I'm very happy with. He's an awesome card. He'll he's very expensive. He'll be very good for me. I got nine of the honorable mentions, so that was um in, which included three Cancellos. So one of those was tradable, which really helped me, I must admit. Uh, I also got an icon, so I got Vandersar last night. That definitely helped. It softened the blow. This was one of my last um kinda in my last hour or two of grinding I got that. So that was cool, um, but I opened so many fucking packs, man. So, so many packs. I got two heroes out of it. I got Mario Gomez and Okacha Hero, so that's how many packs I opened, because these are not <laughs> super common, right? So, I don't know, man. Like, um, Martin mentioned something. You said that you won't engage as much next year in Team of the Year, and I think that that's just so fucking telling, because EA have designed everything around... How can we get people to spend money? How can we get people to put on FIFA points? And how can we get them to feel like they need to open packs all the time? This is the ultimate pack sale promo. Uh, I think it was on, maybe it was footballers or foot in review. One of these podcasts, someone said something like um, that. This is where we are uh, the entire year. This is the biggest pack sale promo. Like it it all comes down to this for EA. And Martin says, you don't even want to engage in it next year. So what the fuck were they thinking? Like, what even are they thinking? Because all of us worked so hard, and we feel like we just got absolutely shafted, and me and John are sitting over here, relatively lucky compared to the rest, and we still feel like we got absolutely bent over and fucked hard, so, um, man, like, I, I feel really bad for people like like Jandy out there, like you, Martin. that I know how hard you guys grind at this game, and, um... It just seems like, and it's this is not anything new. This is not like some groundbreaking revelation because EA have always been this way. But EA do not give a fuck about the average Joe. They do not care about the average working class person. They are ultra rich, filthy bastards, and they will take every fucking penny out of the customers as possible. They do not give a fuck about working class people. Fuck EA Sports.
1: Yeah, fuck them. Um, yeah, I just wanted to add something to that. And it's the fact that, <clears throat> yeah, I'll probably still engage with the promo itself. I'm just not going to save up as many packs as I did just because it takes away from some of the fun that I could have in that moment, you know? So I stopped yeah. having fun with my packs, with rewards, etc., just because I was saving them for later, you know? It's like when you get a piece of chocolate and you say, okay, I'm going to keep this in my drawer uh, so that my brother doesn't eat it. And you forget about it for two months. And when you open it, it tastes like shit. <laughs> yeah. It's something like that. And, you know, something that I, I, I found very interesting is that I had some really big fodder packs Uh, which I was hopeful about. And the weight on those was abysmal. You know, I probably, yeah, I had the, for example, I had the three times 83 times 25 from winner wild cards. And I opened one pack, one of those packs, and I got an 88, an 87, an 86, and then the rest were 84s and 83s. And most of them were dupes. So, yeah, I, I think, as John said, I, I feel kind of disgusted with myself for spending FIFA points yesterday. And it's really interesting how EA operate, I think, because I don't know who said it. They're the masters of psychological warfare.
0: You know, shack attack.
1: Yeah, so
0: not, they don't know how to get gameplay right, but they sure get so, the psychological manipulation right. So yeah,
1: if if you take me for example, I'm 38. I have I have a, a steady job. I have some disposable income, and how do I justify myself? I I say, oh okay, it's just three thousand FIFA points. It's okay. It's maybe what I would less than I would spend, maybe going out to eat or something. And then I open up the pack, and it's shit. And it's, you know, it's kind of an addict mentality, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, in hindsight, or maybe looking forward, I am going to prevent buying FIFA points. And, yeah, that, that's a promise. Except maybe if I need a token.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting, man, because... Uh, they they use all these sort of tricks to like kind of get you to like to bargain with yourself and be like oh you know it's just like 20 bucks it's just 30 bucks it's not that big of a deal and it happens every other week pretty much because every other week someone's we're getting all excited because we are seeing on twitter these guys opening these 500k packs or whatever and yes we're adults we are capable of making our own decisions but honestly man maybe it's just me but it really feels like it really feels like ea are doing really grimy shit to try and play at people's addictive personalities just to get them to open more packs and it's just it's it's disgusting and it's shameful it's shameless it's uh i i don't know man like it's uh listen like all of us we we came in we know that every pack has a chance of having absolutely nothing in it right and we can't just get our hopes up and say, yo, we didn't get our shiny new toy. What the fuck, man? Like, we're supposed to get this. We gambled at the end of the day, right? But I think that's kind of the fucking point. EA really have made it to where we feel like, hey, if we stack up enough of these, we guarantee ourselves a chance at something. And um, it really does. Apparently, it didn't fucking matter, anyways. So I, I also, I just want to say sorry to anyone that I got their hopes up for, because truly, I believe that all of you guys, if you grinded the game hard enough, would be rewarded. It was suggested to me in the past year and a half or so that this is how EA would operate, and for them to just pull the the rug out from under a lot of people that have spent their hard earned money. For example, you mentioned Danny Aaron's had spent like eighty two hundred pounds, which is probably close to like nine thousand or ten thousand dollars, which mm-hmm. is just fucking crazy. And he he didn't get shit, right? You got Taylor Hernandez and um, and Courtois, which are probably the two, uh, possibly the two shittiest team of the years, right? I mean, Taylor Hernandez is an excellent card, but we're talking about value wise, right? So. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just, it's very grimy, man. Just very grimy, all of this that they've done. And I I don't want to sound like I'm just complaining here because all of these, every single decision I've made is one that I've entered to knowing the risks, but it just feels like uh, we were deceived. We were duped in a way. And I can't help shake, uh, I can't shake that feeling that I've been duped in a way,
2: so. Yeah. Well, first off, I, I'm just still just picturing little Martine, you know, sneaking away candy bar, <laughs> <from> hiding brother. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that, that is an amazing analogy. I've never heard that one before, so I love that. But yeah, like I just like I said, I don't get the difference of the pack weight from last year to this year. Like I feel like if you grinded a reasonable amount, um, you gave yourself a great chance to pack, you know, a defender or even a Donnarumma. And this year, you weren't even, you know. I I wasn't even seeing a lot of Courtois this year. So I I just don't get the difference in in the pack weight, you know, just keep it consistent. And I think we were right to be hopeful with the grinding and the preparation that we did um, from based on last year's and things kind of rolling into the same uh, direction. Like why, why, why the change? Because yeah, I think the pack weight this year is comparable to say maybe two or three years ago where, yeah, it's it's extremely difficult to pack a team of the year and don't really go into ex- expecting to pack one. I get it, but um, just with how things have changed and um, all that good stuff last year, like wh- why why the change this year uh, from last year? And then even with the honorable mentions, like they were super hard to pack themselves. I was thinking I was going to pack a big Mike at least, like and have him untradeable to use, you know, for the Milan links, for the French links, Syria links. I didn't even pack a big Mike and he was one of the ones that I wanted. I know a lot of other people packed them, but, um, last year, like you, you just did a reasonable amount of premier league upgrades and you got Edward Mendy, you know, once, maybe two or three times. And I did all those and didn't pack, you know, a single like decent premier league player from that. So, um, just on all of all, a, a big fat shit, on the chest to the community from EA Sports. And um, I'm with Kevin. We need to take these fucks to the guillotine. Yeah. yeah the storming of the Bastille, storming of the Vancouver, right?
1: The it's thing gonna... is, you know, I don't even feel like I have enough energy to do that anymore.
0: <laughs>
2: right. I, I just wow. want to
1: lay on my back and just let them, yeah, concede <laughs> defeat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Let them do what they want. <laughs> Sorry for being hopeful. It won't happen again.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. Yeah, that's what we get for getting our hopes up, right? And like, honestly, like, I'm sure, I'm sure, if you don't play this game a lot and you didn't go through the team of the, year, the team of the year grind, you're probably sitting there thinking, God, this guy is so fucking like, he just got a team of the year and he got a team of the year icon and he's still mad. But the thing about it is, man, like. Like, I, for me personally, my team improved greatly. Like, my Team of the Year was a great success, in fact. Actually, I would go as far as saying I was very successful this Team of the Year. So, it was good for me. The thing is, man, I spend a lot of my day talking on Twitter, on Discord. Uh, we have a WhatsApp chat where we talk. And every single one of my friends that grinds super hard on this game and I know thinks exactly how I do. You guys wake up and, you know... when. Waiting for content drop time to go check out the content. You're going on footbin, going to new the new tab. You guys are checking out everything, and you guys are engaging in every little bit possible. And when it's at a week where you're taking the week off from FIFA, you're just not playing the eight wins in rival. You're only, you're only playing the three wins, right? So I know how hard you guys try, and I saw each and every one of you getting fucked over. Like I don't think anybody that put in the full grind I saw actually coming out with of the full grind, like doing everything from the menu grind and everything. And they came away from it saying, hey, that was pretty successful. We killed it, man. Team of the year was awesome, and I killed it. I have not seen one person say that. And granted, I don't talk to everybody in the world. We have a small sample size here, but uh, that, that it has to be worth something that I haven't seen anyone seem rewarded. And I know that from us three, uh, none of us feel like we are rewarded for a grind. And it just doesn't make sense. Like, because what you said, Martin, like, you won't engage as much next year. What is the point? This is their ultimate, like, this is the time for them to take everyone's money. This is what this is the best time of the year for them. It's Christmas for EA. So I don't understand the point of making it so that other that in the future people won't want to engage. Like it just seems like there's no point, and I don't get it, man. You just like pissed off and alienated the entire or half of the community or the grinders, anyways. So it's it's a strange one for me, and I just feel bad, man, because I know how hard uh, you guys work. You guys go to work every day. You guys are hardworking people, and you come home at night. This is your way of getting away from it, and. It's almost a second job for a lot of you people. You guys are grinding hard as shit on this mm. game, and still, it you just get fucked, right? So it's just not right, man. And how much is it going to hurt EA to throw you a fucking Mike Manion or something? Yeah, they How did, much is it going
1: to? They, they did throw me one of those,
0: a Pedri. <laughs> and, yeah, and know?
1: and afterwards they threw a big bag of shit to my face.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just the consistency, right? It seems very weird to me because last year I had about the same save as you, John. And I got five team of the years and 19 honorable mentions. Now, I'm not saying that we should be getting five team of the year and five team of the years and 19 honorable mentions from that kind of pack save because team of the years do need to be like the premium cards. However, they're not like that fucking crazy for like, like, I don't know, man. Like it's not like last year, for example, in a week, you already had uh, a Jude Bellingham card that you could argue was better than any other team of the year midfielders anyways. Mm -hmm. So we will have comparable cards that will come. Uh, this future stars team, uh, we'll talk about in a second. I don't know if that's this is it, but even so, man, like these prices just seem weird to but, me. The market was dying all year, and uh, now all of a sudden you have two million coin right back. So
1: you you know, um, to the point about Bellingham, for example, having a better card uh, for f- future stars last year. There are certain cards in this team of the year that you could argue that could be replaced further on but there are certain cards like van dyke for example or mbappe that you could use until the end of the cycle if you wanted to so van dyke was actually the card that i was chasing after in my head that's the only one that i wanted because i i I knew that i i wasn't going to be able to pack mbappe for example and i didn't want any of the midfielders well I did, but I was chasing Van Dijk because I knew that that yeah. could be a center back that could last me pretty much until I wanted to. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe it's, maybe it's how the game is going to shift from now on and, you know, starting next year without the, the FIFA franchise or FIFA rights. Maybe that's how the game's gonna go, I don't know, but I'm I'm kinda glad it's over. I'm I'm glad I don't have to see any more people packing Team of the Year cards and, <laughs> on Twitter and on Discord. Because I was I was getting to a bad frame of mind a couple of days ago, you know. And and it shouldn't be that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Cause in, in theory, you should be really happy for your friends, but then, then you get jealous because you're you're opening a ton of packs and you don't get anything. So, yeah, I'm
2: happy it's over. Um,
1: I'm not that happy about the new promo, though. What do you guys think about that?
2: Yeah, if we want to get into it. Um, we did get the foot feature stars. Team one, I believe there's probably going to be two teams because there's a lot of uh potential characters who we could see get foot fe- future stars cards. And we would like to see them get future stars cards. Yes. Kevin did mention it is Fabio Vieira, not Fabio Carvalho from Liverpool. Um if, Thanks a lot foot sheriff, you know, <laughs> great leaks, great content. And here's a plug for you guys follow foot deputy because he at least apologized for his mistake of his wrongful leak. You know, So if you want to go check him out and see what he's all about, um, great guy, great great leader in the community. So, Um, (laughs) but anyways, we did get team one of Foot Future Stars along with an academy player. I I believe there has been another academy player, Anthony Gordon, who just got the move from Newcastle United. Um, That little prick is going to get himself an academy um, objective. So I bet he'll probably be good, especially if they juice up his skill moves or something. That could be a fun card to play with. the, yeah, the, Fab, the Fabio Vieira from Arsenal card looks like a really good box-to-box. Lefty, high-medium, 4-4, four, four, um, really good all-around stats. Um, he might be somebody I look to complete with dupes if nothing else um, intrigues me. So, But anyway, let's get into the team itself. So, um, Headlining it, uh, I think probably the best two cards, uh, Julian Alvarez from Manchester City, the kid, the Argentinian who lit it up in the World Cup. Um uh, played Robin to Messi's Batman and, and was a big, 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 big part of why Argentina won the World Cup. And he gets himself a five star weak foot, four star skills. Um, the card looks really, really, really good. Um, looks like he's coming in at $2.3 million. Um, so, very, very expensive option. But, you know, if you weren't fortunate enough to pack a team of the year and didn't go out and spend any of your uh, hard earned save coins, That might be a card you look to pick up. Uh, Man City links, Argentina links, um, and the five-star weak foot. And Julian Alvarez, I imagine, is probably going to – that card's probably going to play like a Ben Yetter, maybe really agile, four-star, five-star type guy. Um, And then um, the Ukrainian who just signed for Chelsea and not Arsenal, and that is Mudrik Mudrik. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but he got the five-star skill treatment and looks like a really good card as well. Um, some other members of this team who look pretty interesting. I think Adeyemi, uh, an exciting German youngster for Dortmund, looks really cool. Uh, four-star, four-star lefty. Um, Anthony Alanga, the Swede from Manchester United. We all probably did his uh, Silver Star SBC last year and destroyed people in Silver Lounge with it. Um, Gehi from Crystal Palace. Vitina from PSG. Bavardiol, who had that I think team of the tournament World Cup card. Um, nice left footed center back that people probably want to get in their team. He looks fantastic. Uh, star boy for Barcelona Gavi finally gets one. And then also Kalulu, who, if you remember, I believe he had the shapeshifter card last year or something like that. Um, he looks really good. And of course, uh, perfect links to big Mike, the best goalkeeper in the game. Um, and then also looks fantastic. Um, and then Jed Spence, who just moved to um, Lee Gun on a loan from Tottenham, looks like a pretty good physical um, right back. And, um, yeah, that, that, those are kind of the players that I have caught my eye. But um, let's go around here, and I guess we'll just – we'll play our game. We'll play try, trust, or trash with these teams. And also I will mention um, there is a – uh swaps program, and I think it's been kind of met with um, some criticism, and I think rightly so. Uh, the, there's good fodder packs, don't get me wrong. Um, we've got the 85 by 10 is back, 84 by 20. Um, we've got an icon pick, one of three, for 27 tokens. I, I'd imagine it's going to be a 30 token promo. Um, and for 15, you can get 15 tokens. You can get an 87 plus pick, one of five from Cards in the Winter Wild Cards, Centurions, and Team 1 of Future Stars. So all of those cards I just mentioned there, you have a chance to get from 15 tokens. And then um, for, I believe it's three tokens, you can get um, a Future Stars pack as well. But I think um, from this uh, swaps program, there's three players you can get. Baby Zola for five, uh, a Coutinho for 10 tokens. I believe he's only got 80 Pace. And then a mid Georgie best for twenty tokens. So, um, what do you what do you guys think about the swaps program before we get into the try trust and trash? What what are you guys gonna do from it, and um, how do you feel about it in general? What about you? Let's go with you, Kevin. Uh, yeah. So it's not it's not exactly like the uh, it's not like the
0: most um, exciting, I guess, swaps program. I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen if you are involved in like. FIFA social media, FIFA Twitter, you'll have seen that people aren't super excited about this one. It's nothing too crazy in there. And maybe it's maybe that's what we need right now. We're talking about how we're all pissed off and burnt out from playing this game. Maybe just a casual little swaps program we can get, uh we could get some fodder packs out of, maybe an icon out of would be nice for right now. And it seems like it won't be too gameplay heavy because I know for myself and I'm sure I speak for a lot of us when I say that none of us are playing fucking squad battles right now for these tokens. (laughs) especially not for uh, a mid-George Best is probably, you know, what I'm going to be going for anyway. So I'm going to go for George Best. I think he's someone that will add something to my club. The The fodder packs are always nice. The problem is with the fodder packs is that, I, I don't know, the first thing I thought about when I saw them is, man, can I hold these for team of the season? But it's a little, it's kind of far from now. So uh, I, I would end up opening them now and then probably putting them into another SBC that might not be as good as George Best. I don't know, might be better, but... Either way, I'll go with the sure thing right now. I'll probably go with George Best for me, but that just really tells you about the state of this, uh, the swaps program. The, the Coutinho makes no sense to me. What the fuck is the point of that card? 80 pace just destroys the card. You'd actually be really cool. Like, give him even, like, 85 pace, and it would be a great card. Like, what the fuck, man? I mean, Coutinho is one of these guys with the weird pace splits, so you know he needs, like, 99 pace anyways to be decent. So it's uh, it's unfortunate, man. That's all I got to say. But at the same time, I don't want anything too crazy. So maybe, maybe it is what it is, right? I'll just I'll just go with that. It is what it is. How about you, Martin? Um
1: yeah i I think I feel the same way i'm I'm kind of glad it's not that crazy of a swaps program because I really don't feel like grinding too much right now. and if I can just collect my tokens from the SBCs and maybe do a couple of easier things or objectives. To get some tokens then I'm fine with it you know Um I always get the fodder anyway so I, I was actually thinking that I could that I should maybe get like 25 tokens and get the 84 times 20 for 10 and the 85 times 10 for 15 tokens but yeah I don't know I think I need to replenish Some of uh, the fodder in my club because most of it is gone after doing so many SBCs during team of the year. So yeah, I think right now I have like eight, eight tokens in my club. I got the one in the moment store today. So if you haven't seen it, there's a moment, uh, there's a token available in the moment store for like 12 stars or 12 uh, yeah 12 stars so if you haven't gotten that go get it it's not that hard so yeah but i don't know man i feel like the prime icon pick for 27 tokens is a ripoff and as we've seen in other swaps programs this year the player picks are usually ripoffs as well. So I would say get the fodder or maybe get a player that you want, like in your case, George best, for example. So yeah, that's me. How about you, John? What are you going to do?
2: Yeah, it's, it's definitely the fodder packs for me. Uh, These three players just, I mean, for our teams, I don't know. I don't know if any of them makes the starting lineup. Um, you know, the Zola, baby Zola, I think, whenever EA released, I think it was like 86 or 87 was the first Icon pack that released where the cap that was the cap rating you could get. And I would be excited for Zola then, but for having this baby Zola now, um, I think I had the prime Zola in my team and had already used them up and discarded them by this time last year. Um, so it feels just like kind of a little bit of a slap in the face to get these players and to you know, say, hey, this is what you guys can grind towards, you know, because there is gameplay that is going to be required, you know, Silver Stars, the first owner cup where you got to win seven out of your 12 games. Um, I don't know if EA fucked that up or what, but um, yeah, certainly not going to be super easy, but I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to be like Martine. I'm not going to stress too much about it. I'll probably do, you know, whatever it takes to get the, either the 85 by 10, the two of them, or I'll do the 84 by 20 and the 85 by 10. And then just hold those until I need to open them up for a kind of a premium player SBC, like another, you know, Zidane or Jarzino type of player. So um, that, that's what I'm going to do. Um, but all in all, it's just kind of, eh. and hopefully it's just not too hard. We are getting the tokens and like Martine said, the Moment Store, SBCs, and stuff like that. So some of them are easy to get. So hopefully it just kind of stays that way. Um, but yeah, just wanted to touch on that real quick. And you guys know what we're all doing and our thoughts on it. So you, we wanted to educate you guys on that. But um, now we're going to go through Try, Trust, or Trash on this Foot Feature Stars Team 1. So which one of these cards, Martine, are you potentially looking to try out?
1: I'd love to try out um, Julian Alvarez, you know. Um, yeah. Well, not really. I'm going to change my, my pick, and I'm going to go with Mudrik. Um, he looks like a really, really fun card with the five-star skill moves and the good pace, great dribbling, really balanced shooting and passing. So he he looks like a really good player. Um, either for, you know, a wide cam, um, left midfielder, right midfielder, you know, winger, whatever you want. Um, He could do a lot of damage playing on those positions, I think. So, but he's extinct right now. So um, unless I pack him, uh, he's got a 1 million coin price range. So, I don't know, man. It's it's one of those cards that I would love to try, but I don't think I'm gonna get to do it unless I pack him. Because yeah, it seems seems crazy that he's extinct right now. So how about you guys?
0: Yeah, um, for me, I guess the one that the one that I want to try is the Kareem Adeyemi. He's like 700k right now, and I don't think he's a 700k card, which is why I say I want to try him because I mean he's a good card. Don't get me wrong, but for the passing stats you want a little better for 700k card, in my opinion anyways and so he'll be a fun one to try for sure like i'm sure he's great in game i'm sure he's tons of fun in game uh but yeah i mean i don't know man a lot of these cards are really uh, i was looking through all of them right and they're all i don't know the ones i want to try are really fucking expensive man and it's surprising because in past promos when we were doing this game like it just seemed like a lot of these cards i wanted to try were actually within touching distance and now I have more coins than I did before, and these guys are still way the fuck out of my price range. So it's just interesting, I think. The market is in kind of an interesting place right now, I think, with uh, with how Team of the Year went. So, yeah. How about you, John?
2: Yeah, I think Adiyemi definitely way too expensive for what that card looks like. I think, I look, if I remember correctly in his stats, he's got like 83 Composure. And that, for a striker at this stage of the game, is... Not really acceptable in my opinion. It is nice for him to have a be left footed because, um, I do like having a left footed player. I play the 4 3 2 1 now. I like having a left footed player in the left forward slot so you can get those across the goal shots. Um, but yeah, n- not for me. I think maybe Gavi is one I might like to try. I packed Pedri, was one of the uh, honorable mentions I packed, and then maybe uh, run those two in a midfield three. And just have some fun um, with those guys. I think that could be kind of fun for a weekend. Um, and I think the reason why Mudrick is extinct is because all the Arsenal fans are pissed off that uh, he swerved them, and they're all buying them up off the market and quick selling them. So um, just, that's my theory on it. But um, okay, let's see, let's go with you, Kevin. Which one of these cards would you like to? Um, marry or trust uh in your starting lineup and in your club for a long period of time yeah
0: so i think this year a lot the theme has been club links as far as chemistry goes so this one is going to be one that i pick partially because of the club links and because the card just looks cool so i want vitinia i think that psg is just one of these clubs that you're always going to have really meta special cards from so i think you're smart to have at least, I, I don't know. For me, it's always nice if I have like Real Madrid untradeables, uh, PSG untradeables, Liverpool, Man United untradeables. Because it just makes linking these guys in when you do eventually do an SBC or pack one of these guys, it just makes it so much easier. It is not a headache to get them in. You don't have to... Because a lot of the times you have to change like five players just to get an, one player in on chemistry. And when you have these club links, it's, it's really helpful. So someone like Vitinha will make things much easier. Portuguese links aren't bad either, so... Vitinha for me, and he's also really cool. I mean, 95 agility, 90 balance in the midfield. It's probably tons of fun as well. So, uh, And he has a four-star skills, not five-star, but still a little bit of fun in the midfield. So, yeah. How about you, Martin? Who is the one that you will marry to your club?
1: Um, Julian Alvarez. He looks crazy. Five-star weak foot, that's the one of the most important things for me in a striker is five-star weak foot, it's so nice to be able to shoot on both feet without having to worry about where the shot is going to go to. And yeah, he looks, as John said, he looks like a current version Ben Yetter card. You know, really um, good body type, good dribbling. And yeah, if you if you take a closer look, he's, he's a type of player that um, kind of looks... Like a hybrid between the striker and the cam because he's got great passing as well and great agility balance and um, 90 composure. So you know that he's going to be lethal in front of goal. And um, if you give him a hawk, for example, a hawk would boost his strength up to 70, well, not that much, 79, but his aggression to 98. So yeah. If I if I get to pack Alvarez, he, he could stay in my team for a while. He's kind of expensive though right now. 2.3 million. I don't think he's worth that much, to be honest.
2: Yeah, I, I think there's certainly other cards that um, you could get for that price range. I'm I'm not sure what Benzema or Eusebio's yeah. cards Gino, are going for, Ginola. but I would've... Right, yeah, Janola yeah. is what like a million 1.5 yeah. certainly under the two point three mark right now, you but mid Croy uh, even. Right, exactly. There's plenty of guys with a five star weak foot and some with even five star skills that you could fit in that role over Alvarez at this current uh, price point. But you know, if he goes down to one five one seven, I think that could be a fun card certainly to try out. Um, and certainly, I would love to marry to my club. But um, you know, for me again. Uh, like our boy Jandy says, it's all about longevity. I think uh, this uh, Josef Gvardiol card um, looks like one of the best center backs in the game. You slap a shadow on him, that's 96, 97 pace, um, maxed out defending nearly, and 90 physical. So, um, And a lefty. Um, it's, it's very nice to have a left footed player in that left center back position. Or if you run a three back, um, having him as your left center back, those outside center backs you'd like to have a lot of pace on and um, to be uh, their strong foot on the strong side. So um, I know he's not the easiest to link. You know, I guess Nkunku, um is probably the best link you're going to get from that club. Um, but if you have, you know, Luka Modric, a Parisic card, uh, that Brozovic still is pretty tough to play against. That Path to Glory card, I think it was, of Brozovic's. Um, so that would probably be my, club, my card. I think that Kalulu deserves a look too. I don't know. Um, I think that Gavardio will, will last longer in terms of longevity. So that would be probably the reason I pick him over Kalulu. But the Kalulu card would be nice to have untradeable for the Milan links. You know, you got Zlatan, Big Mike, Tenali, um, Calabria, Rebic. You know, I think the whole Milan... Oh, uh, Rafa Leal, I think the whole Milan club has gotten a special card at this point. So um, that could be a really cool one to work with for links as well. Um, and then now for... The kill part or the trash part. We are not killing people anymore. So um, let's let's go back to you, Martin. Which one of these cards aren't you ever going to touch? Probably or won't even consider it. Um,
1: I think um, the I right back single. Just because, what's the point of having a high media uh, a medium high um, work rated. Uh, fullback in your team i want guys that can offer a little bit going forward and i don't feel that card is going to do that with 77 passing and high and stocky body type so yeah single
0: you're out <laughs> yeah one for the rats yeah. huh <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he is he is 6-3 though so i guess if you are using him strictly as a stay back guy and well, that Fofana has a uh, honorable mention card too so Ivory coast could be something cool to work well, with but yeah he
1: he could be interesting for the 3 at the back people you know true um, exactly. it gives you the option of you know starting him at right back and then just moving to a 3 at the back in game so yeah but i i usually don't don't play a 3 at the back but there you go
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah what about you, Kevin?
0: Yeah, I guess if you did that, you could move like Cancelo or something into midfield, right? So it's oh, an idea.
2: True. True. Yeah,
0: but then so then for me, it's gonna be it's gonna be Jesper Lindstrom, the academy player. Because <laughs> look, man, like I'm not playing this many games for this card. Fuck that shit, dude. Like it's it's an okay card, but are you fucking kidding me, man? Like they really expect us to play this much for this card? It's crazy. No, no way. I like I we were just talking about how a lot of us are like. And, and I've heard in the Discord, and I've seen on Twitter, and I've seen everywhere. A lot of people are... And, um, for example, Pace of the Tortoise Pace of the tortoise mentioned this as well. Like, people are just kind of, like, done right now. Everybody needs a little bit of a break from this game right now. And I, I, no, one, no one's grinding this right now. I, like, I saw... Um, I, I'm in a, a chat with you on Twitter, John, and Brivet mentioned our friend Brivet mentioned in their Friend of the podcast, Brivet, mentioned, he said, even I'm not going to grind this. He is the, the best <laughs> grinder out there that I know. This guy is an amazing grinder of the game, and even he's not gonna do it. So, it tells you uh, it tells you the state of this objective card. So, how about you,
2: John? Yeah, it's, it's it's just terrible. And the person I'd throw in the bin would be Foot Sheriff for getting our excitement up for <laughs> Fabio Carvalho, um, because I was really looking forward to that card. Like I said, I packed I got lucky, and I packed Virgil. I picked up the. Um, Honorable mention, Cancelo, and I've been running him at left back, and he's really, really good. And um, wanted to get him a little bit early for kind of an investment opportunity since he's been uh, transferred to Bayern as well. So his last ever Manchester City card. Um, But yeah, um, in all seriousness, yeah, still foot sheriff, but um, probably out of Yemi because I was really looking forward to that card because he's a guy I've enjoyed you know watching come up and he's a really hyped youngster and the stats just aren't there you know if you get the card untradeable yeah i'll give him a go but i'm not definitely not going to spend 700k or or i probably wouldn't even spend four or 500k on the card um, with as many options as there are out right now and i i did the world cup Stoichkoff, and i think the Stoichkoff looks a lot better than out of So I am certainly going to stay away from that card and will never probably consider using it unless I get it, you know, untradeable and have enough coins to link them up with Jude Bellingham or something. But that's a long shot for me even. So, um, yeah, all in all, I feel like there are some higher end cards that are very good and can make your team, but not not a lot. So in that aspect, I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really too hyped about the promo Um, currently. You know, team two could change our mind. I know we were talking before the pod about so many players that could have gotten cards, like uh, Adiemi's, uh counterpart at Dortmund, Mukoko. Um, yeah. Obviously, Fabio Carvalho, Harvey Elliott for Liverpool, um, Alejandro Garnacho, dynamic. <laughs> yeah, <The dynamic laughs> and Pellestri, and Pellestri from United. Um, you know, there's Liam DeLapp, so many Paul Palmer. Yeah, Cole Palmer from Manchester City. There's so many good uh, young players right now. And um, I think Kevin mentioned it. Like, there's so many opportunities to be had with this class. There's a lot of good young talent. And hopefully we see some of that in Team 2.
0: Yeah, there's just a ton of cool ones we can get, right? So, like, Benjamin Sesko, Luka Suchic, the the Salzburg guys. Um, Hannibal Medjbri for the – or Zidane Iqbal for the Man U. Fans, Stanisic and Mateus Tell for the Bayern guys. There's some really cool ones there. Elliot Matazzo, Felix Amecha, who they like to give special cards to as well. So it's it's interesting. I don't know if they're saving guys, but to me this should be the this should be probably the best Future Stars class since the first one, in my opinion. So I don't know what's what's going on here. They're saving cards, if they don't want the hype to be too crazy after Team of the Year, I'm not sure. Martina is there any that you want to see in there or any thoughts you have? Yeah, I was looking forward to Ryan Cherkey actually.
1: Um, like, five star, five star. Yeah, I, I think he could be one of the players we see in the mini release. Um, at least I hope so, and I hope he's not that expensive so I can I can test him out for a bit. His his cards well um I used his card in career mode and he's very good. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I still haven't lost my hope of seeing a Moises Caicedo special. Uh, <laughs> I hope it comes, this promo. This is the perfect opportunity, although I think he's 23 already, so maybe he's not eligible anymore, but who knows. Um, but yeah, I think what you said is on point about um, EA probably not wanting the hype um, to you know, shadow the hype of uh, Team of the Year with Foot uh, Future Stars, maybe control the market a bit control the prices of team of the year cards a bit longer um i don't know man but you know i'm okay i'm okay with with having a, a more relaxed weekend of content of gameplay uh it's it's fine um i'm, I'm just it. yeah getting old mm-hmm. i'll still play weekend league though <laughs> But, uh, yeah, what about you, John? Any any final thoughts about uh, Foot Future Stars?
2: Uh, yeah, just kind of like we mentioned, I'm looking forward to Team 2 and then maybe some of the SBCs that come out. Um, I think I heard a rumor, something, that there's going to be more objective players that come out. So maybe there's some ones that kind of entice us in, on that front. Um, but... Yeah. Other than that, just hopefully there's a better team too. Um, and I think you're, you're right. They're just kind of not going crazy with the power curve, but um, after team of the year and, and all of the good honorable mentions and SBCs that were released, you know, Sadio Mane, um, you know, player of the month Mbappe, you know, etc. Cetera, et cetera, You know, it's just kind of like a, eh, yeah, I guess some of these cards look okay, but None of them you're dying to rush out and get, so hopefully we have some more of that and maybe a mini-release or Team 2. But yeah, if there's nothing else, um, if you guys want to get into the questions.
0: Uh, Yeah, we we have a ton of them too. So we've been been doing our best here. We've got a lot of questions from you guys, so we're going to try and take one of the older ones here. We're slowly, slowly kind of catching up, so let's take this one. This one is from um, a couple weeks back from... At, from Foot Delmonton, our friend from the Discord and on Twitter, Foot Delmonton. By the way, if you guys want to join the Discord, you can go to our Twitter, at your FIFA podcast, and there's a little link tree in the bio. You can go there, and it'll, it'll take you it'll take you to our, our Discord. So Foot Delmonton says, wouldn't you love to see a Matt Letizia hero card, maybe with 99 shooting? I don't know why he doesn't have one. So um, I guess basically this is just since we've been a little stressed out here, a lot of us have been not so upbeat and positive after – how team of the year, you know, didn't go so well. Um, Maybe this one's a little bit of fun. So I'm going to ask you first, Martin. So he said, wouldn't you love to see a Matt Latiss card? Matt Latiss with 99 shooting.
1: I guess so. I I really don't have any.
0: (laughs) Is there a guy that you want to see then, man? Tell tell me about a a hero that you'd be interested to have. uh,
1: Uh, Oh, I was actually thinking about this the other day and... I think there are a ton of guys who could, who who, who certainly deserve to have a, a hero card. Um, Cambiaso, for example, the mm-hmm. Argentinian um, Inter legend.
0: Your city legend.
1: Yeah. So, so, yeah, but I think I I was thinking, yeah, Cambiaso could be a player that that really is good in the meta of the game. You know, um, kind of like a holding midfielder. And, yeah, I understand that they, they can't give out these hero cards to everyone. But if Aloe Iron gets one, then why can't other guys who certainly deserve one get to, get one too, you know?
2: Yeah, I agree. And uh, that's actually a great hero shout. I forgot about Matt Letizia. Uh I think he played for Southampton and maybe Newcastle. But um, I remember when I first started getting into the Premier League and, and football in general... Um, I watched a bunch of documentaries on ESPN and there was one, there was like a short 20 minute one on Matt Letissier and, and didn't realize how good, I never, ever heard of this guy before and, and never realized how good he was. So, um, that certainly would be a fun one. And I think we kind of mentioned it on, I think I was on the midweek episode with, uh, Jandy and the foot doc. And, um, I think one of the guys from Liverpool, uh, Sammy Hippia obviously would be a cool one. Um, you get the strong link to uh, Yari Littman in, and then you got your whole LFC uh, past and present sorted. So um, that would still probably be mine. I think he would be really good in the game too. Um, so what about you, Kevin?
0: Yeah, I love that one. So I'm going to stick with the Liverpool theme. I guess maybe for me, someone like Steve McManaman would be really cool. He's he's a terrible pundit. Like he's It's nauseating listen, listening to this guy's opinions on football. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, take that with a grain of salt, because I'm sure you guys, a lot of you guys might feel the same way about my opinions, so I'm just kidding, but he was a great footballer in his time, despite fucking off to Real Madrid at one point, um, amazing footballer, if you go back and watch his clips, you could argue maybe he's like a five-star, four-star guy in the game, so I think it would be really cool, maybe a little bit like, uh, a little bit like Genoa in the game, maybe, with how, uh, might be how he would play, so I think that would be a really cool one, man, and then also, um, just to stick with the Liverpool thing, uh, Mexico fans, close your ears. Maxi Rodriguez runs down the wing for me. I would love him. Maxi Rodriguez hero card would be awesome, man. And what a legend, man. And I don't know if you guys remember that goal he scored at 2006 World Cup, the one in the round of 16 against Mexico. My God, what a hit, man. So what a player, what a player. So Maxi Rodriguez would be a really cool one for me. So yeah, we did have some other questions. So we're going to get into this one now. So this one comes in from Razor Sharp, our friend Razor Sharp. Again, another friend from... From the discord if you guys want to join so razor sharp has, has podcast questions podcast question are there any players gold rare that you think that would be more common than they are take the lift for example i never packed him until now so gold cards that you would think you would have packed a million times i'm gonna ask you john i have one in mind
2: mm, not that i can think of but certainly I, I know at this stage of the game i feel like i should be packing renato sanchez a lot more I know he's really good at the beginning of the game and they probably take his weight down quite a bit. But I certainly would think I pack him a lot more. And then, yeah, I I don't really have any in mind that come to mind. But I I certainly, whenever some people pop out of packs, I'm like, oh, I've never packed this guy before or um, I haven't packed him in forever. So, And I think I know the one you're going to mention, Kevin, a certain uh, Leipzig player. Yes, the rarest card in the game.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I was... Now that I think about it, um Andrew Robertson, I've probably only packed him once this mm-hmm. year, and I've packed Trent like ten times already, so and they're the same rating, so I don't know maybe it's just a thing, but yeah, good shout on the on the Renato Sanchez card. I haven't packed his gold this year once, so yeah, Sanchez Robertson. How about you, Kevin?
0: Yeah, and so they talk about the Trent theory. I don't know if you guys know about this one, where they say if if it's a good pack, it has Trent in it every time. Like, if you open, like, a good fodder pack, like an 84 times 20 and you have, like, Ginola at the front, there's guaranteed to be a Trent somewhere in there. Yeah, it doesn't apply to me. Yeah, I think what it really is, is that Trent, if you're gonna get, like, an 87, he's in every fucking pack that has an 87, right? So he's just so common, and like you mentioned, uh, Andrew Robertson isn't quite as common, and there's a couple I can think of, like Kimpembe. You pack Unai Simon a thousand times for every time you get Kimpembe or Ferland Mendy. And the guy that you mentioned from uh, Leipzig, the Christopher Nkunku. And yeah, you don't see him too often, man. He's an 86 rated and I get uh, Parejo all the fucking time. I get Mendy, all uh, Edward Mendy all the fucking time. And I don't see this guy ever. I packed him once all year and it's... Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just strange. I don't know how they decide these things. Because I know a lot of people say that the pack weight, a lot of it is based on uh, the market value. And maybe that's true. Maybe it works the other way around that the pack weight sort of dictates the market value. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's just a strange one. It's an, a very strange one. So I like that one. It's a little bit of fun for us to answer questions like this after, you know, while we're trying to recover from Team of the Year. So we do have another one. This is from RJF123. Uh, Rick Forrest FIFA on Twitter so he's he's in our discord as well and someone that we've met from Twitter so he says are there any solutions to the park the bus rubbish that's plaguing FIFA like a cancer so this one is a little more you know not not as much about us having fun and coming up with our favorite heroes but rather about gameplay so I'm gonna ask you first John I know that you're someone that's been engaged in gameplay over the past week so can you give any solutions how do you beat the park the bus rubbish that's plaguing FIFA like a cancer
2: Whenever, whenever I notice my opponent isn't you know willingly trying to attack me and is just you know parking the bus and hitting on the counter, I try and I've been trying to do this more recently fight rat tactics with rat tactics and I hold on to the ball a lot. you know I, I matriculate the ball up the field as uh, the great chief's head coach Hank Stram does you know very very patiently you know and then once I get the ball into my opponent's final third, I just pass the ball around and then make them frustrated. And then, you know, it usually works. They're going to get frustrated because people that play this way play this way for a certain reason. It's because they're not very good. And so once you do that, um, I I, I get them frustrated. They pull their center backs out of position. And then when that happens, it's go time. You find the killer pass into one of your attackers and boom, you got a good uh, scoring opportunity better than, you would just, you know, playing normal football. So um, that's kind of what I've been doing lately, just, you know, killing them with patience and uh, fighting their rat tactic with my own. And um, yeah, how about you, Martin?
1: Yeah, I try to hit as many Truvelas as possible. Nah, no, <laughs>
2: kidding. But yeah, that that's that's a good way, you
1: know. If if you see a guy who's just, you know, boxed up in his final third and everyone staying at the back and you see an opening and let's say you have the ball with, with Pogba. He's got a great long shot. Go for it. Just take the shot and you got a good chance of, of, of that going in. And what you say, John, is also, I think, um, the best way to break down uh, an opponent who's who's parking the bus. Just pass the ball, pass the ball, and wait for him to make a mistake. And don't make the mistake of losing your patience too quickly. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you see a guy parking the bus, just remember, let go of the sprint button, um, pick your passes, um, don't try any through balls, uh, just yep. use the regular pass. Move the ball around, and before you know it, there's gonna be an opening because you know nobody can hold on for for 90 virtual minutes um, parking the bus. Um, just yeah, be patient, and if that doesn't work, hit the Travella as much as you can. <laughs> How about you, Kevin?
0: Yeah. So I think there's something in there that both of you guys said, basically, in my opinion, a lot of it comes down to patience and like discipline mentally, I guess, when you're dealing with these kinds of guys, because yeah, if you're no one, like you've meant, like you said, uh, Martin, no one can hold on for 90 minutes like that. Right. And if they do, uh, maybe the game just went against you. And it's one of those games, you take the L and move on with your life. Right. It <laughs> happens. But generally speaking, I think that is the way to do it. And that is really important for me on defense. I think when it comes to these games, because a lot of the times I'll be spending like 60 minutes, like uh, trying, you know, trying to get in battering him, uh, battering his goal, you know, getting balls into the box and just, it's not working out. And then around the 60th minute, 65th minute, I start to get mentally fatigued and this guy hits me at the counter and I'm rushing to get the ball back and just pulling players out of position. Right. So I think patience is very important when you defend against these guys. It's very important because you, like I mentioned, you may often be very frustrated. You've been working at them, trying to find ways in, and you see them get uh, the ball maybe in a lucky way. The ball just bounces to them, and you get a little frustrated in that moment. You just want to rush and corner him and take the ball right back, right? Be careful with that because these players, what they're looking for is that, so they can hit you with a through ball mm-hmm. because, like you mentioned, John, generally, these players are not very good. There will, be the, there will be the occasional person who is very good that's still playing like this. As for those people... I don't know, man. They need to just touch some fucking grass, to be honest. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. uh, I, but yeah. So for me, what I like to do a lot of the times, besides the patience, is more specifically what I like to do, I guess, mechanically, is the way that these guys will set up when they park the bus. A lot of the times is depending on their formation. They might be in, uh, you might see a bank of four with another bank of four in front of it. It might be even a bank of five with a bank of four in front of it. It might be, um, might be a bank of, of six, even with, three or even four in front of them, right? But generally, there are almost like two layers, I guess, to the defense. So if you're able to to get into the spaces between their back line and between their defensive midfield, and if you're able to get passes off between there and just uh, make that space your own, that's when I start to see a lot of success against these types of players, because that's when they start to pull players out of their defensive line and out of their midfield line. The balance gets all wacky for them when you start to own that space. And once you're able to do that and players start coming out of positions, that's when your AI players may actually start to finally make some fucking runs because everybody gets out of out of whack in the back line and suddenly you have openings all over the place. So I, I would suggest if you are someone that's struggling against these types of players, try to make that space your own. The space between maybe their back four and the line of four that they have is like their defensive midfield, right? So for me, that's, uh, that's where I find the most, most success. Just basically trying to get players, to, trying to get your opponent to pull players out of position. Um, whether that be through frustrating them, like John mentioned, just keeping the ball a lot, putting it in dangerous areas, bringing it back to the midfield, putting it back in dangerous areas, sucking them all over to different areas of the pitch. That I think is where you'll find success. Basically just try and get them to, to come out of position. That's my number one goal all the time, because as long as they're in that position, you are fucked. You're never getting through unless you just hit a lucky shot over the top. Right. So that is, that is my philosophy against these types of players. Yeah. Yeah, so so great question. Really appreciate you, Rick, for sending that one in. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we I think we have time for maybe one last question. Do we have time, guys? Yeah, yeah. We'll take. Yeah, we'll we'll take we'll take one last one here. So um, this will be a quick one then. In that case, uh, this is from from Tyler Pace of a Tortoise. Our friend Tyler also can be found in the Discord. You know, not to shamelessly plug our Discord a thousand times, but you should definitely join. So Tyler Pace of a Tortoise says why does EA hate Jandy? So I'm going to ask, ask you, Martin. Why does Why does EA hate Jandy? And I think it might not just be Jandy. I think it's a lot of us out here that are going yeah, through what Jandy wants
1: I think, yeah, EA hate Jandy and they hate Martin as well. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. It's, it's, it's pure luck, you know. I think you usually get like maybe two, three, four big pulls during the whole cycle. And they're spread out. I mean, I packed Holland in October, the ones to watch, who was a two million card at the moment, and Rudiger, like in the same week, both ones to watch. And both were OP at the moment. And yeah, I thought, man, this is going to be my year. My pack luck is on fire. And... Yeah, ever since then, I haven't packed anything significant, uh, both of value or quality. So I don't know what it is, man. I tend not to dwell on it too much because it just fucks up my mind. So I don't know. How? What do you think, John?
2: Well, I, I think they, they're just jealous of Jandy's good looks, his you know, <laughs> incredible Podcasting voice and his amazing editing skills and TikTok skills, so that's why they hate Jandy. Probably. Yeah. I don't necessarily I don't necessarily think EA hates anyone. They just don't give a fuck about anyone. Um, so, so that's that's the difference I, I see. But um, yeah, they don't really give a fuck about you, and they just want your money. And we'll do like our friend Jack says, anything psychologically possible to squeeze the money out of you. Because you know, I know I haven't spent FIFA points and oh, God knows, probably three or four years, and I have spent some this year. So um, pretty pretty uh, shameful on my part that I've fallen for these. But, you know, they they are winning the psychological warfare right now, and I need to do better. So um, why do you think EA hates G&D, Kevin?
0: Yeah, I think, it, I think you touched on it really well there, that EA just hates fucking everybody, or they just don't give a shit about people, man. They just simply do not yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, they really don't. And I think when... You have a player base that engages with this game in the way that a lot of us do a lot of people this is like when they come home from work after a long day they, they turn on their xbox or ps or whatever and sit down to play this game and um they spend the many hours of their lives on this game and you know ea makes a lot of fucking money off of it so again i would just like to say fuck you ea sports people like jandy really worked their ass off and Got they got fucked man they got fucked and it's just not right and it's kind of it's just kind of shitty and it is what it is like we can't expect things in life and life you can't go through life just expecting to get shit all the time handed to you however when you really work for something i can't blame anybody for feeling like you just got fucked over especially when you worked really hard for something from a company so rich a company so fucking rich and that Putting a couple pixels onto Jandy's Xbox really wouldn't hurt them too much. But it is what it is, man. Like you know what, I don't know.
1: You know what? I, Just a final thought on this question. I think EA hate Jandy, EA hate Martine, and EA hate other people as well. But I think it's because of the fact that I'm still going to play this game even though I get fucked over and even though I have to take their bad gameplay and, 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 and their other shit, I'm still going to play the game because it's the only game I play. And because I love football and it's the, the only football simulator that, well, not the only one, but the only one that's, you know, somehow playable, I guess. I don't know.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, No, it's, yeah, no, I true. agree. I've, I've met, I've talked about you guys to this on our WhatsApp chat. It's by far the best sports game I've ever played online. Yeah. And yeah. As, as flawed as the gameplay is and as the connections are and all that good stuff and the servers, like if you try and play a game of NBA 2k online, it is, it's hard. Like if you go from playing offline to online, the differences are, are massive. The timing of your shooting is off and all that good stuff. Um, And I've never played like MLB, the show um, or whatever online, but I'd imagine it's decent because you throw a ball, you hit a ball, you catch a ball. You know, there's not many physics aspects that go into that. Um, But as far as, you know, like a like an American football game, uh, a football game, a basketball game, unfortunately, uh, EA Sports is king um, with FIFA. So, um, you know, as long as they're king, you know, not much is going to change um, from what we want as a community. So. Well said. Yeah. But all right. I think that'll wrap us up guys. We got, I think we got all of our venting out, uh, especially with that last question. That was nice. That, that was a nice little last second release there, but, um, let's go around Where can Where can the people find you at Martin?
1: Oh uh, yeah. First of all, sorry if this episode is a little bit <laughs> on the darker side, it's, not, not, not a usual, you know, episode. But um, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Chopswee underscore FIFA. How about you, Kevin?
0: Yeah. So thank you to anyone that listened this far. We really appreciate you guys for listening this far because yeah, we know it was heavy, but ho- hopefully, if you guys are going through something similar to what uh, a lot of us are experiencing, then. You know, maybe maybe this gave you a little bit of a release, like we said, right? Because it's it's been a it's been a long, hard week, a very frustrating week, and uh, you guys can follow me over on Twitter. I'm at Kevin K93LFC. I'm also on Twitch and I'll probably stream after this. Also, I just wanted to point to a, a Twitch or a Twitter poll that I put out yesterday. I asked if people believe that EA used psychological manipulation to squeeze money out of its user base that plays FIFA Ultimate Team. Surpri- so out of about 150 votes, we got 97% voted yes that EA does use psychological manipulation to squeeze money out of its user base. So this thought it was interesting. And also just wanted to let you know that I appreciate you guys for enabling me and my crazy ways of thinking. So thanks, guys. And you, John?
2: Yeah, and I think the 3% there was probably... The, I bet the foot economist got a vote in there, and then maybe one of the guys from the, the EA cocksucking podcast probably got on there. I won't mention any names, but... Uh... <laughs> Those are probably the 3% we got there, but I mean, I mean, okay. Anyways, I, 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 uh, divest or whatever you want to say, but yes, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at John Bridges 34. Again. Yes. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, hopefully our frustrations were relatable at least and not just sound like us crying into the abyss and like nobody cares, but I, th- I feel like a lot of people are frustrated and can relate to us on that front. So um, again, I think Kevin mentioned it. You can find us on Twitter at your FIFA podcast and on our Twitter page, there is a link tree in there and you can go in and join our discord and find our podcast on a multiple uh, forms or multiple platforms. So um, if you uh, are looking to listen to us on a different platform, you can certainly find us there and please do join our discord because it's fun And I like talking to everybody in there. So, again, guys, if this silly game and your pack luck has you down in the dumps after you put your blood, sweat, tears, hard-earned money, um, and maybe even sold a kidney to get more money and more fodder to pack a toddy and you didn't, (laughs) just like a majority of us, you know, don't worry. Um, Just, again, take a maintenance. Again, like EA did, again, this Thursday. For the about fifth time I've mentioned it on this outro, they took a fucking maintenance on uh, Rivals Rewards Night. So, um, again, for that, fuck you, EA. Fuck you for not rewarding your grinders and just fuck off. And also, fuck you too, Foot Sheriff, because I got to fucking throw you in there too. Um, But again, guys, just remember, that's nothing but a foot thing, baby. Take care. Peace. Peace. And much much love to the cocksuckers that don't suck to EA's cock. Yeah, love them. Thank okay.